feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Yo, I got standards. Diamond Ned Flanders. Ooh, ooh, Kool-Aid Jammer. Cookie Pack on camera. Yo, yeah, yo. Yeah. We're doing Cooler Talk first this week. We have What's Made up? in Tokyo. Standards. That's right. The people have spoken in the nickname of our listeners, Standing Desk Podcast listeners, are the Standers. Stand up, Standers. Intern, insert, cheer sound right here. <laughs> So, um, yeah, shout out all, all our standers. Uh, and close second was Stand Stands. Uh, I, I was not gunning for that one. That would be very annoying to say every time. So I don't think I, I wanted, could say I it. I was pulling for Desk Army. Desk Army is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so we got a good episode today, as always. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Osmosis Jones, a Kid Rock, Addison Ray's father, uh, the ultimate real estate grind set mentality. We're going to be talking about um, the music industry and uh, something else that Dan is going to surprise me with. <clears throat> so, Dan, you want to talk about one of your topics you introduced? Sure. So my, my two pieces here are just proof that the internet is one of the wildest places on earth and you can't escape it no matter what you do. <laughs> so the first one... So today we're talking about inter- scumbags. Um, so the first one's Kid Rock. Classic. This is one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen in my life that has just now surfaced somehow. And we just ignored it for the longest time. Um, there was a movie back in the day called Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Very good movie. movie. Classic. Uh, talking biology. about biology. Yeah. We learned a lot about the human body. It was yeah. a animated. It was a little real life. It was a lot of good times. Yep. Right. Yep. There is a soundtrack for this movie, as there is for most movies. Uh-huh. There is a song on this soundtrack. Oh, God. That is sung by Kid Rock that goes by the name Cool Daddy Cool. Okay. Okay. This somehow, this lyric in this song somehow made it through screening. Oh, God. And is now the is part of the official soundtrack for a children's movie. The canon. <laughs> This is Kid Rock. <clears throat> now, some people say my mind's blown. I'm cooling like a snow cone. On my cell phone, I'm paid. G can't call me, just page me. Here's the kicker. This is the this is the crazy part. Young ladies, young ladies. I like them underage. See, some say that's statutory, but I say it's mandatory. Oh. Are you oh kidding me? And that made it into Osmosis Jones. Oh, How did it, none of us hear that? No one I knew mentioned that in high school. No one. That is the most unbelievable yeah, thing. Yeah, that's heinous. That is I've heinous for sure. Ever heard in my life? It's mandatory. It's mandatory. You know, you know, he demanded that be put in. That is <laughs> horrifying. The entire thing was ghostwritten except for that bar. Like, and then he just goes <laughs> off like a normal rap song after that, talking about my story ain't that complex, two 40s and a Rolex. 
And we're just How did completely... make you didn't know it's Rosie Strokes, bro? I don't... I... We have failed long before this. We this that is the point of decline of American society, right it was, there. It was an interesting time in music. Across I the board. Mean, there's no question about it. Like unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. I just don't think anyone ever listened to the Osmosis Jones soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that that because you know they only play a clip of it, yeah. of the song, so yeah, I probably didn't make it in. The yeah, they final, probably just played the, the chorus. Cut. <laughs> yeah and then they're, and then they're like yeah sure just i don't care just release the whole song and it he just comes out with that that's good rock unbelievable yeah so that's my first piece of the internet's wild uh number two uh for those of you that aren't aware of who addison ray is i don't blame you uh she is a tiktok influencer she got famous for dancing and so bro she's a famous actor she is a she actor. did get yeah she is an actor uh, so she has a father who, like most good parents, decided to try and capitalize off his daughter's fame. Uh, of course. So, um, so he has, he, him and his wife, uh, Addison's mother, have split over, I don't know exactly the timeline, but they split uh, partially due to him being photographed with very, very young women. Uh, like at Partying the club. with Kid Rock? Yeah, he's partying with Kid <laughs> Rock. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> so he has been partying with young women. I don't know if they're uh, of what age they are, but younger than him, he is 45. Ah. Uh, so he, uh, that's a thing. And so because uh, Addison's Ray mom is now single, uh, hip hop artist, if you want to call it that, uh, Young Gravy, someone made a comment about it and he's he's trying to get a date with Addison's mom, like kind of jokingly. That's like his shtick. He, he ah. likes moms. Yeah. And... Addison's Ray father took offense to that. Oh no. He has now released a video on the internet of him shirtless challenging Young Gravy to a boxing match. Oh because my. that is now the thing to do. He saw Jake Paul and he's like, I could do the that. lifestyle I want. This yep. is the lifestyle I want. <laughs> so that one, I hate that everyone's just now like. Sure, let's just box. Like, boxing is now my thing. Yeah. Well, we might as well make some money off it. Dude, this guy can only think money. He's like a Gary V. Apprentice. Or Absolutely. Something. It's boxing to influencers is what acting or singing used to be to like yeah, internet Disney famous Channel. People. Disney yeah, Channel to, to like Disney Channel singing. stars. <laughs> this is exactly what it's becoming, except it's her dad, a 45 year old man that's trying to box a 26 year old young gravy. Because he was trying to hit on his ex-wife. I mean, it's like uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's another... (laughs) Another odd thing. Weird thing. I want to see it go down, dude. Yeah. Is he jacked or is he like this bozo? No, he's he's a big dude. Like, don't, don't get it wrong. But I don't know if he's like... Is Young Gravy big? I've never seen a picture of Young nah, Gravy. He's young Gravy's... You've never seen a picture of Young no. Gravy? No. Oh, you, you got to look up Young Gravy. <laughs> Please hold. Oh, wait. I have actually seen this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, bro. I need this. I need this. I would pay probably like... No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay to see that. But I would want... I would stream it illegally. <laughs> yep, exactly. I mean, just crazy. 
grown men making TikToks saying when young gravy won't accept a boxing match with you with an angry face. And no shirtless. way. He's yeah. making TikToks. Yeah. 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 Oh God. The internet, the internet has officially reached end game. Yeah. The simulation is broken. Dog. It's broken. Yeah. That's great. So uh, another uh, more evidence that the internet is broken. So I saw a tweet <laughs> as I do. Uh, that said, it's from this journal called The Information. Tried to subscribe to it to read the full article, but it costs $40 a month and they are not offering <laughs> two-week trials <laughs> to broke boys like me. So this tweet says, uh, investors that bought Metaverse land oh. with the hopes of leasing it to retailers have seen the value of their holdings collapse. No! Like, so I was like, well, first of all, of course it did. Yeah. Second of all, what do you mean? <laughs> so apparently you, so buyers develop land by adding a virtual storefront. So like if YSL wanted to sell virtual products that you could put on your uh, Fortnite avatar, <laughs> then you would have to go to their virtual storefront and you can lease out and the developer can lease out that shop, that land to YSL or, uh, you know, Best Buy or whatever it may be. So um, obviously no one is in the metaverse. <laughs> oh, no, crypto has crashed tremendously. So uh, now they've invested all this money that has gone to shit. I mean, yeah, we could uh, uh, give me a crystal ball because I could have predicted that. I did. What's like the worst version of real estate grind set, bro? Like you talk about end game of internet. This is end game of grind set. This is like 2008 for the crypto bros. (laughs) Dude, actually. All over again. Yeah. We're going to make like the big crypto short. (laughs) Yeah. Starring Addison Ray's dad. Yeah, for sure, dude. And Gary V and, uh, who else is in the board? It's like Vaughn Miller. Oh my gosh. Like and, and Tom Brady and Matt Damon. <laughs> Tom Brady as Matt Damon. Bro, how sad is it that like Matt Damon when Matt Damon will always be known as the, the crypto guy who who had that ad like a week before he crashed? He ha- I hope he got paid a lot of money for that. Oh, you know he did. Bro. And I hope it wasn't paid in crypto. Yeah. Welcome on back. Uh, I got standards. I don't know why I said that. Like I work at Chili's. Um, What? What Chili's you been to, dog? In like San Antonio? Did they San Antonio? You don't know me. You don't know me. Welcome back to the Standing Desk Podcast. It's your favorite segment of the show. Not cold open, icebreaker. What? I, I I almost said cold open, and then, oh god, yeah, no, it's it's, um, it's like lukewarm at this yeah point, at this bro. point. But I still uh, can't decide if I want to edit this out. Segment of the episode where we call a, a person, ask them a question, and try and get their raw thoughts and feelings on the world. Ooh. Today we're calling an enigma themselves. Uh, his name is Justin Hallman. 
buddy of mine. Uh, he truly is an enigma, bro. Like he, people yeah. throw that word around, but he truly is one. He is one of the few people I know that truly does possess hot takes. True. Um, so true. I'm, ho- I'm hoping to get some some zany stuff out of him today, and opinion. I'm excited to chat with him a little bit. So let's give him a call. Better be asking him his thoughts on Anne Hathaway. Simply not. Hold up, my guy. Hey, Justin, you're on the Standing This Podcast. Oh, geez, great. Okay, cool. I always love the good enthusiasm. <laughs> I love, I'm very excited, but I'm, I'm very worried as to what this means. Well, all, all this means is that I'm just going to ask you one simple question, and I just need your raw, unfiltered opinion upon it. Oh, raw, unfiltered opinion. That's perfect. That's why I called you. Exactly. Uh, so, Justin, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of information in the world. Some of it's true. Some of it might not be. Um, but some of it's a little too believable to just to, you know, kind of throw away. So Justin, what is one conspiracy theory out there in the world that you truly believe is true? Oh, geez. Oh my goodness. Um, gosh, I don't know. There, there aren't really many conspiracy theories I think are real. I love some of them. Like I find some of them really fascinating, like the Beatles one. Um, I don't personally believe it. Um, I also love the conspiracy theory that we've never been to the moon. I think that's very, very fun. <laughs> Wait, what's uh, the Beatles conspiracy? Group. Oh, uh, the Beatles conspiracy is that uh, Paul McCartney secretly died and the British government, afraid of teen suicide, made a secret underground casting call for a new Paul McCartney paid thousands and thousands of pounds or, or whatever to pretty much recreate, give this guy vocal lessons and give him plastic surgery to make him look like Paul McCartney, which is why like, there's a lot of uh, songs where there's like hints at like Paul is dead and whatnot. It's, it's, it's pretty fascinating, but oh, it's, wow. it's, I've yeah, never heard of that one. Yeah. Um, geez. Conspiracy theories. <sighs> gosh um, i'm struggling a little bit well what's your favorite conspiracy theory that you believe in oh the cia killed john f kennedy yeah i mean that's okay Who's so wait, what are your foundings with that one yeah that one wait sorry say that again ben was talking in my ear oh geez freaking ben the worst no what what, what do you actually think like how do you actually think that oh there's like evidence that like there's shell corporations owned by the CIA that made payments to people connected with the assassins. Uh, there there's like CIA had recently threatened to slash the funding and of the CIA and people were very unhappy about it. There's it's a deep, deep web. Uh, for those wondering, you can listen to the farm podcast episode two conspiracy theories uh, for more information. Do you believe the, the hollow earth theory? No. I think, yeah, I, 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 I don't believe the world is flat. I don't think the, the moon is made out of cheese. Debatable, uh, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be, I mean, honest to God, I would totally love to be wrong if the moon was indeed made out of cheese. Like, that's just, that's just a human feat right there. Because, I mean, that, that's just a, a, a really cool natural development to be like, yep, like, we know how to make planets or, or these moons, and they're always made out of, like, mozzarella. Are Swiss. Manchego. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I know my, my, my favorite conspiracy theory is that I personally believe it. All right. Let's hear it. 
all right, guys, it's really edgy. It's really dark. I mean, you, you guys, I might upset a few people. Good. That's what we're here for. Uh, yep. Uh, new Coke was only made so that they could relaunch Coke as classic and people would flock to not only try the new Coke, somewhat like it, but then realize that, you know what, there's nothing better than the original. And all they wanted was the original for it to come back. And when it came back, it was, it was, it was, it was everything. It was everything you'd ever want out of a soda. So you think they intentionally made new Coke worse than classic Coke? I don't know if they intentionally made new Coke worse than old Coke, but I think what was happening. So uh, I think, you know, with Pepsi and Tab and, and all those other, you know, uh, colas on the market, they were like, okay, we need a sweeter cola to kind of match the competitors and we'll, we'll match that. But I think secretly they always knew that it's like, okay, I don't think they really know. Like people are just trying to tr- flock to the new trend of cola. Like they want the new cola, but Coca-Cola, I think either, you know, either just didn't make it as good as they, they probably should have or what have you, or they, they went the sweet route instead of a different route to be like, okay, let's put us on the same level as a tab or a Pepsi. But really we're just trying to establish that sweeter isn't always better. Huh. And I, I, I do stand by the fact that new Coke was, it was just a fad and it was done on purpose so that they could push back out the old Coke and name it classic Coke. That's pretty smart. Yeah, I believe that. I, I, I buy into that. You, you got me sold. Perfect. I mean, standing um, I mean, that, that one, I, I truly believe in. But there's so many there's so many other great fun conspiracies, like the, the Denver airport. So yeah. That's a fun one. Um, that was a little too, like the, too like the Illuminati built it, which is hilarious. We're on the demon um, what other fun ones are there? Ask me if he believes in the Illuminati. Do you believe the Illuminati is real? Um, I don't believe like the common, like, uh, like the common thought of like what what we imagine the Illuminati to be. Like, you true. don't think Beyonce's in the Illuminati? I mean, dude, I I don't know if I'd even say that. I wouldn't want you know the Queen Bee to be mad at me and 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 point that out to say that no, she of course she's not in the Illuminati when it's like okay, indeed she is. And I'd also really hate the fact that it's like, okay, no, of course she's an Illuminati, and now I've just sold her out. You know, that's true. She is a listener, so exactly, exactly. Like you just don't know what the repercussions would be if you say either. I think, I think Beyonce is anything she wants herself to be. I mean, she's she she's the queen be. bee. She is bee. <laughs> Um, but I, but but did I did I did I do your question proud? You absolutely did, Justin. Uh, I, I learned about a new conspiracy theory and <laughs> Perfect. Beyonce is now going to go after you. So we appreciate your time, your effort, your energy to, that you brought to the standing this podcast today. Oh, of course. Anytime. <laughs> Love it. All right. I'll talk to you later, Justin. All right. See you later, Dan. Bye. Wow. He did not only just break the ice. He melted the whole damn glacier. Glacier's gone. Bro. I mean, the glacier is non-existent. <laughs> we now know. I, that's actually really kind of interesting. I did not know that there was a new Coke. Uh, yeah, so I looked it up when he was uh, talking ad nauseum. <laughs> and, um, apparently, it was launched in 1985, uh, then renamed Coke 2 in 1990, Coke two? and then discontinued in July 2002. So it said Coke on it. It didn't have Coca-Cola. And then um, 
It says by 1985, which is when it was launched, Coca-Cola had been losing market share to uh, diet soft drinks and non-cola beverages for several years. So it's probably right. It was probably a stunt to like get them back in the conversation. Oh, the more yeah. you know. Um. So do you believe in the Illuminati? No. Not as like a formal society, no. Okay. I believe that there is a smaller group of people that have a large influence over society, but I don't think they have a membership card. Yeah. I think they are just people. You mean like it just happens naturally? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can think that. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I'll let you know when they ask me to join. <laughs> yeah, let me send a quick decrypted message to my boy, Mr. Musk. Um, so, okay. So I believe that the moon land, I can't believe you didn't touch on moon landing because the moon landing, bro, I actually believe that was fake. I truly believe this. We just lost all credibility. No! As a fu- okay. Buzz Aldrin is going to knock you out. <laughs> bro, okay. Like, I wish I had the numbers from back when we did the farm episode about it but there are ridiculous numbers about how many hours of launches we had compared to the soviets and like they had successfully put a dog in space and like something else we hadn't done any of that and all of a sudden bro (laughs) just make it there and then the but the worst part they can't find any of the tapes all the tapes are gone all, all the tapes that show the landing. Bro, come on, dude. Come I've seen on. it on YouTube, bro. I don't know what all you're talking the about. Tapes? That's absurd. How coincidental. Coincidental. Anyway. Yeah. Didn't realize Trump was in office in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's our one. That's our one. That's our one. Oh, man. Welcome back to the Standing Desk Podcast. I hope you're wearing your tinfoil cap, because I sure am after we talked about conspiracy theories. Um, on a, on a much... I'm going to do it every second. What up, Standers? Um, so on a much lighter note, if you're an avid listener of the of the pod, you know that I, I frequently make little games for Ben, and I, I, I make them dance for me it's truly so, saw it's truly yeah. saw eight or whatever yeah they're slowly gonna get more sadistic um but this one's very innocent so this is mildly sports related but fear not it's kind of also nothing to do with sports at all so <laughs> don't I, go anywhere yet <laughs> so ben i've got a list of 15 names in front of me some of them are real names from athletes mm. in history done this, something like this before no and then <laughs> So, so some of them are real. Some of them are fake. I do not know the ratio of real to fake. I will not tell you what it is, but I'm going to read off each name and you're going to tell me if you think it is real or if you think it is fake. Okay. I did this with someone where I texted them a list of names and they had to say which one. I can't remember who it was, but I, they had to know or they had to. It was like a non-sports fan. Interesting. Anyway, so anyway. I got practice. Not only do I have standards, I got practice. All right, anyway, <laughs> the first one. Theory delete that segment. <laughs> the first one is longer, longer. 
So these are all athletes? These are all people that have played either collegiate or professional sports. Longer, longer. I'm going to go with, yes, an athlete. That would be correct. Played for for the University of Oklahoma basketball team. Let's go. How tall is he? What's his wingspan? I I didn't look, but I I think he is. He he looked very tall from the picture they had of him. He looked longer than usual. (laughs) Just wanted to let that marinate. Um, Number two is Rabbit Marinville. (laughs) Rabbit Marinville? I'm going to go with no. Rabbit Marinville is a real name. Played for the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Shout out Rabbit. Was that a nickname or a legal name? It appears that that was his legal name. (laughs) Wow. Because nicknames aren't fair. It's not fair. Right. Right. No, I believe these are all these people's legal names. Okay. Okay. Number three on the list is Skeeter Shooter. Skeeter Shooter or Skater Shooter? Skeeter. Skeeter. I think that's I feel like I've heard that name. I'm going to say real. That's actually fake. God! <laughs> it's the one I made up myself. Oh, pretty good, dude. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Probably said it before. <laughs> Probably. All right. Number four is Blue Moon Odom. Blue Moon Odom? I'm going to go with no. That's a real person. <laughs> Played for the Oakland Athletics. Wow, dude. Is he related to Lamar? Uh, I don't think so. And that's the Kardashians. <laughs> We're not getting into that. Uh, <laughs> number five is is beaver skin. <laughs> First, last beaver skin. Beaver skin. I'm gonna go with. Oh, that's a tough one, dude. I'm gonna go with yes. I made that one. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. Beaver skin. <laughs> I could see it, dude. Oh man! All right, uh, keeping on the animal uh, train, Charlie Horse. I think that is, right? Yeah. So it's technically not the name of an athlete. I actually don't even think that's a real shoot. I actually, I, I think I just put Charlie Horse because I thought it was funny, but I don't think it's a real person. Oh my God. Okay. So, wow. Not a real person. I think I'm, I've gotten one correct. Correct. <laughs> I think so. This is going way better than I thought. All right. Number seven. This is, this is a, a three namer. Okay. We have a few three namers in here, similar to Blue Moon Odom. Uh, Tyrannus Rex Thompson. Oh, come on. There's no way. I'll say yes. That's fake. I made it up. I made it up. It's like, I've seen crazy names like this, like the, uh, lacrosse, you know, those. Oh yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. That's pretty good. Um, Okay. Number eight. This is two names, though it sounds like three. Your Highness Morgan. I'm going to go with yes. That would be correct. Played football at Florida State University. Let's go, dude. Is it spelled differently than it? No. no. Oh. It's just Your Highness. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Little, little concatenation there. Royal, dude. I mean, yeah. I don't know. All right. Number nine. Stubby Clap. Stubby clap. I'm going to go with no. Sadly, it's true. Stubby clap uh, was in the minor league baseball system for a few years. Wow. Yeah. Shout out Stubby. Shout out Stubby. Uh, This one is two names, but it is hyphenated. 
Okay. The first three, three words are hyphenated. Um, okay. Have a look, Dube. How do you spell Dube? D-U-B-E. I'm going to go with... No, I'm going to go with no, dude. It's no real. way, bro. He, I forget what club he played for, but uh, professional soccer player. Have a look. Have a look. Yep. That has to be a nickname, bro. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, the next one. Number 11, Tommy Threat. I'm going to go with no. Well, well done. Let's go, dude. One I made up. All right, uh, number 12. I am hip. I'm going to go with no. Played in the NFL. Oh, my. I dot M. I dot M hip. That's with two pretty P's. sick. That's, yeah, pretty that's pretty sick, dope. dude. Uh, speaking of great names, uh, number 13 on the list is Wonderful Terrific Mons Jr. Mons? Mons, M-O-N-D-S. I'm going to say no. Wonderful, terrific, played in the NFL. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> That's a great name, though. I thought you just, like, altered one. Like, his name was Great Mons. <laughs> no. You just made it crazier? No. Even great, better? <laughs> wonderful, terrific. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, number 14 is Will Barrow. Will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say No. <laughs> Bro, Will Barrow is a real person. <laughs> Will Barrow. Oh my god, that's so good. Dude. I couldn't have made it better myself. So I feel like they didn't even put two and two together. Like they just thought Will, and then the parents. And then I hope like, so, man. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, it's like Steve Kerr's kid. What's his name? Look that one up, kids. Um. Eden? All right. Eden. No. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, okay, and our fu- our last one, uh, number fifteen. Um, so it's the first three words are concatenated into one word. Uh, so their name is one and only Moreland the third. One and only. One and only. Moreland? Space Moreland the third. I'm gonna go with no. Ah, yeah, that's a fake one. Okay. I don't know. The it's third kind of game funny. away. The <laughs> third game. If it was the second, maybe. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I thought that'd be pretty funny. That's but, good. Well, I mean, you got what? You got five of the fifteen, six of the fifteen, thirty-three <laughs> percent. Wow, that was tough. Well done, dude. Thank you. Thank you. you thank you. Good ones. Thank I, you. I'm pretty buttered. I didn't get Tyrannosaurus Rex, bro. Or was it Tyrannus? <laughs> it was Tyrannus Rex. That's pretty good. Tyrannus for sure. You guys might like Ty Ty. Ty Ty. Oh, man. Well, Ben, thank you for playing another one of my sick, twisted mental games. Uh, I hope you were playing along at home. Right. All my standards out there. Shout out all our standards. Welcome back to Cooler Talk. We got two drinks to try this week. They're unique drinks Dan and I have never had before, and we're giving them a 360 review live on the podcast. So, Daniel, kick us off, boy. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, for those of you that are avid listeners of the pod, you know that I, I, uh, I, I've been searching for a, a guilt-free soda out there, trying out some of the zero calories of the world. 
saying what's the best. That said that's like slogan was a guilt free soda. I feel like we definitely definitely have. have. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. <laughs> I'm continuing the trend. Uh, I spotted this at the old grocer the other day, and this one is making a lot of claims that make me think it's not going to taste very good. So today we have Virgil's Naturally Bold Cream Soda. Uh, it has bold taste and zero calories. But not only that, it has no aftertaste, has no artificial preservatives, and no aspartame or sucralose. It's keto and non-GMO. So I'm a sucker for a good cream soda. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to try this out. I've definitely seen that, and I always, uh, I always pass by it. Yeah, exactly. Firm opt out. Nice and crisp. Smells like a cream soda. Rest in I'll, peace. I'll say that. Give it a little sip. Rest in peace, Virgil, bro. Mm-hmm. And rest in peace, Nipsey. True. And bankroll fresh. Um. So it's not like a true cream soda flavor. It's not bad, but it definitely does not. I could tell this is an attempt at a cream soda. Mm. It's nothing crazy. It's not knocking my socks off. It doesn't, it doesn't really have an aftertaste though, which is kind of nice. How much sugar is in it? Uh, zero grams. Yeah. It's, that's not possible. <laughs> You can't have a good cream soda without sugar. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it's a little harsh on the way down. It's fine. Like, I wouldn't be, I'm not mad that I'm drinking this. Mm. But it's not great. you would never like buy a, it again. <laughs> probably not. It's like a, it's a six. Yeah. It's I think all uh, guilt-free sodas are bad. <laughs> yeah, inherently. Have you ever gone back and bought that Azevia again? Yeah, I was I, I was actually pretty happy with the Zevia. Well, I remember that. Have you gone back and bought it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went okay. back and I, I I got some. So okay, it's quality good. It's good enough. Okay, what's your rating? Six. Six point out yeah. flat. Six six flat. Six flat. Nothing better, nothing worse. There not, it a, is. not an F, but it's it's just barely a D. The worst one in a while. Yeah. Rest in peace, Virgil. All right, I have a leisure. Leisure, if you're in the UK. Sure. <laughs> uh, sure, leisure. Uh, it's, a le- <laughs> it's a hydrating wellness aid. Uh, it's blueberry lavender flavored. The uh, can has a nice little purple can oh, painting the- on a canvas. A canvas? Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! wonder if they thought that through. Yeah. Take that, um, Inception. If you want to look at it, then... Um, Go to our Instagram. Uh, And, you know, they did a smart thing. I like when uh, it's like a picture within a picture, you know, so like the can is painting the can. Yep. And then inside that painting of a can is the same thing. So it's an endless loop. But they um, they got through that little loophole by just making the can just backwards. Probably ran out of budget. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so. Discover a new state of leisure or leisure. leisure. <laughs> Step into an oasis of holistic refreshment. Holistic refreshment is capitalized. Uh, so can you please say it as if it was capitalized? Holistic refreshment. Thank you. Is Donald Trump their copywriter? 
Uh, a lush space where hydration goes beyond revitalizing the body to uplift the mind and awaken creativity. It reveals a new path for future pursuits and past passions. Well, wow. Damned. My only pursuits and passions are this podcast. So, facts. Maybe it'll let me see into the future of our pod. I'm seeing two million subscribers instead of one. At like we have today. It smells good. It smells like blueberry. Blueberry for sure. It's a good start. Mmm, that's pretty good. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> You just sounded like you tasted one of the worst things of all time, but you didn't want to insult somebody. They paid me to mm, review. Mm, that's good. Mm. Pretty tasty. I'm trying to think of what this tastes like. What does this taste like? It kind of tastes like um one of those uh, G2 blue Gatorades. Oh. That's actually exactly what it tastes like. Oh, that's probably pretty good then. It's like, it's a little... It's kind of not sugary enough, you know, to like, um, it's not as good as a real Gatorade. Sure. It's not, it has less sugar. Yeah. I mean, it's healthier for you. Dude, this is fire. I'd be cranking these out on the eighth grade basketball bench. Like, oh, yeah. There's no one's business. Bro. Man's shotgun and Getting letters. them to my teammates all the time when I go in for the dap up. You know that. Yeah. This is good. I'm going to go with an eight flat. Oh my! It's fire! It's fire for sure. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah, really good. Leisure eight zero. That's one of the highest ratings you've ever given. I think it's yeah, it's up there. It's not the highest, but a historic episode. It's hard for a healthy drink to taste good. This is also plant based. Oh, it's vegan and it's non carbonated. Maybe that's the trick, bro. I think that might be it. Too much. Why is everything carbonated? Carbonation out, flat in. <laughs> carbonated is so 2020, bro. Is carbonation chewy? <laughs> did I do that right? <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, that was pretty good. Hell yeah. Get wrecked, um, millennials. <clears throat> well, I heard someone say because they're like on the the older age of the spectrum for millennials you know they don't identify with like 1993 or 92 i think they're like late 80s so and they call themselves geriatric millennials so are we geriatric members? geriatric millennial is chuggy <laughs> are we geriatric zoomers okay i was literally just talking about this yesterday I'm kind of like right on the border. Same. No, I think I'm actually technically a zoomer. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a total zoomer. But like, I'm not. I'm the same as Addison Ray, bro. Like, I watched Rocket Power. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, uh, insert cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I. We're we're. If you were to qualify me as a zoomer. Uh, where I guess we're geriatric, yeah, but I wouldn't say that because I'm not a millennial. Why would you, why is geriatric chuggy, bro? The term geriatric millennial is the most millennial thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Oh, I'm just so old. Yeah, it's true. Ugh, I just I just can't. I'm not. I can't hang with these kids. You can't. You can't put me in a box. Don't put me in a box. Like, golly, that 
that's an unbelievable term. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, so there was a an article in the Wall or no, sorry, it was, I think it was the Atlantic. Um, it will derive from this journalist's substack. His name is uh, <laughs> I almost said Young Gravy. <laughs> Wrong tab. His na- name is Ted Joya. Um, That's a fake name. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, well, it is a pretty interesting take. So maybe he did put it under a. Um, a fake name. So his article is titled "Is Old Music Killing New Music?" Oh, um, and then he went on to a podcast recently and talked about it. So that's how I heard about it. Um, basically, the old premise is that people are mainly listening to older music. Uh, the music industry is investing in older music rather than new music. So he has some data points. Bear with me. Old songs now represent 70% of the United States music market. Um, and the new music market is actually shrinking. So uh, all the growth in the market is coming from old songs. So what that means is that uh, the music industry is, and like labels are investing in the rights to older songs and like radios, are playing older songs. Uh, the most in-demand song catalogs are by musicians uh, who are currently in their 70s or 80s or already dead. So uh, this is pre-2000s. So there are a couple... The premise is somewhat dubious because uh, he points out that like old from in this data set is uh, before 18 months ago. So it's like you could be listening to something from 2016. You know, something from like 2019 and it would be old. But like his whole, but the other points kind of cover that. Um, So I sometimes find myself thinking it's hard to find good new music that either doesn't sound like everyone else. Or that doesn't sound like everyone else, but it's still good. So I yeah. often go back to just like my favorite artists, but you know, their catalogs are only so extensive. Right. So Dan, I've got a couple questions for you. One, do you ever find yourself uh, listening to older music? Uh, I definitely do. Um, sometimes I'll just like take an artist I'm listening to and just shuffle all their stuff. Which so I guess by older a- music, I would categorize it as pre 2000s, pre aughts. Uh, still sometimes. Yeah. Um, little Elton John every now and then, uh, okay. my work, my workout yesterday was uh, exclusively classical music. Wow. Like, yeah. It was Your workout. Yeah. I was in a mood. Um, <laughs> hey, gotta... be getting that bench max up. <laughs> like, yeah, man, well, it was a little Mozart, but still, okay. um, <laughs> uh, trying to think of pre 2000 though. Like it's, it's not very common. No. I'm much more 2000s and more recent. Yeah. 2000 and late. So why do you think this trend is then? I think part of it, I think part of it has to do with shows like Stranger Things that are making older songs popular. So like that one, no, is there a point in the article about that? It was in the podcast that like the most popular song of the summer was in Stranger Things. Right. The podcast also brought up, because the guy who has the podcast wrote a larger article about how like 
there's a gerontocracy where older people are kind of taking over everything. Uh, How Stranger Things is based on the 80s. Yeah. The song that it made popular is an 80s song. Top Gun Maverick is a sequel mm. to an 80, 1986 release movie. Yeah. Uh, and the average age of CEOs is older than ever. Average age of senators is older than ever. An average age of um, university presidents is older than ever. So we got a bunch of old geriatric millennials <laughs> running the show. Yeah. I guess. Oh, I didn't. I guess I didn't never really considered that. I mean, that's definitely true. So sorry. Um, so you're saying Stranger Things? Yeah. I mean, I just think like things like that are greatly influencing um, music, and I think also because a lot of like short form media, like TikTok or Twitter or stuff like that, and with more people having access and being active on it ever, like more so than ever before. I think younger individuals, people that are more likely to spread something. Uh, like make it viral are being exposed to older songs and like older music. And it's starting to re-spread because obviously most of these people never heard it growing up Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Like I was mortified the other day when I was on, I was like, it was like, can you name these 10 kid Cuddy songs? And it was like some of his old stuff. And some people like, (laughs) like literally, and I was, and people like, Oh, I only got six out of 10. And I was like, what i was like this is horrifying like people don't even know stuff before 2010 so like i think these 10 astro world songs (laughs) i only knew sicko mode (laughs) there's mobama in there (laughs) like literally so I, i think it's just there's so much more availability now and like people are being exposed to stuff faster than ever before and more so than ever before. So it's making it spread and become more popular because it's not, it's not bad music. Like it's still good music, but it's just that I think when like we were growing up and stuff, like we didn't have as much exposure to it outside of like our parents' CDs. Interesting. Okay. So you think it's largely because of social media and platforms like YouTube? Yeah. I think it's access and the freedom of anyone to have a voice in it. The uh, the guy who wrote the original article on this podcast, he was like, he, he's clearly a boomer, bro. He literally said, back in my day, uh, the popularity of music was based on album sa- sales. Now it's based on like video views and stuff like that. Uh, well, that's incredibly out of touch. But anyway, bro, I thought he was going to say streaming numbers. That's what he should have said. Yeah, he did. Based off YouTube likes. <laughs> yeah. MySpace upvotes. Okay, so have you come across videos on, obviously you use TikTok more than I do. Uh, do you come across videos where whatever they're, the creator is using an older song? Not necessarily to dance to or whatever, but even sure. in the background of like a dialogue just like thing. in general yeah uh i definitely encounter it i mean i don't always necessarily like add the music on um i i think it's more through like shows and stuff that i get exposed to like older music like um i, I kind of forgot about the song goodbye yellow brick road by elton john and then mm-hmm. the umbrella academy played it mm-hmm. in one of their episodes and i was like dang this is a good song like i kind of forgot about this like so at that one vienna by billy joel was really big on tiktok for a while that's Uh, true i recently rediscovered that song too yeah i was like dang this song's um war pigs by black sabbath 
I would also say that, and I just thought of this, uh, there are a lot of biopics that have come out recently. Yeah, like Elvis. Many of them are about musicians. Yeah, like Elvis, uh, which, and there was the Beatles show or the Beatles docuseries mm. came out. Um, so I'm sure that is creating some buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which song I heard from TikTok. Mm. Well, so, oh, yeah. I saw like a, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a Reddit thread about one of uh, Elvis's last performance where he sang Unchained Melody, which is part of the movie, like, you know, mm-hmm. where the last scenes. And I remember I was like, dang, this is like a heater. Yeah, and then I, I know. And then, I, and then I remember seeing the movie trailer like a few months later and I was like, dang, like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. So that was an interesting thing. So I think it's just, I think it's also music relies so heavily on sampling nowadays. Mm hmm that i mean even i do this i'm like what songs are sampled and like some of those most popular songs and you don't even know it's sampled or something like that and then you go back and discover the original Mm -hmm. and before like you wouldn't really know that like unless you really really dug so i think i think a lot of it is just access to information that we didn't have before and that's leading to people discovering stuff quote unquote discovering music totally okay so you do buy the premise I, i definitely do buy the premise that like popular music a lot of the popular music now is older, unre- like stuff from many, many years ago. I mean, many, many years ago, being like 20 years ago, but mm-hmm. um, from longer ago, just because it's like cyclical. It's like fashion, like fashion comes in waves and cycles. Things become popular, less popular. I was in a store the other day with Macy and I was looking at some of the stuff and it looked like it was the costume set from Princess Diaries. Like it was unbelievable. Like the mm-hmm. stuff that I was seeing, like, again, like what yeah. I first saw when I was a kid. And my mom always says it like things come in cycles and waves. She's like, oh, this is coming back. So I think it's going to be similar to music in a similar sense because, you know, I mean, fashion has always been published, whether that be magazines, TV, movies. It's like a lot more popularized that way. And now that there's a bigger platform for music to be shared, I feel like it's going to come cyclically as well. Okay. So if fashion, the general rule of thumb is 20 year cycle, what do you think the music cycle is? That's interesting. I don't really know. It's, I mean, right now it's, they're so popular right now. Is it like a 40 year cycle? Like are the black eyed peas going to be huge in 2050? (laughs) Yeah, maybe dude. Dude, I'll be, I will be electrically happy if that happens. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, Let let us know all your favorite oldies and, uh, Not just your grandparents. Yeah, all your favorite old people. Uh, And we'll see you next week. See ya!